Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. How are you all? Everybody that was expecting a red wave, we didn't even get a freaking red <laughs> mist. But it doesn't matter because remember, we are ruled by a uniparty. Yes, we if are. If you didn't know that already, let's That's just right. let's just face it. All right. What was it, it Mitch McConnell said over the summertime? Uh, uh, you just have to not be a Democrat. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, fucking turtle. So, um, I. When you look at the, some of my videos and posts, I bought a hat, um, and it says, I hate people. <laughs> and I've been wearing it a lot. I think it's hysterical, you I know, because great, I love yeah. dogs. I love, I love dogs first, and then all other animals second, and then old people and children third, and then most of humanity would be fourth on my list, right? <laughs> so I live in a gated community in Woodland Park, a mile and a half, two miles from the range. And it's, it's no secret most of them hate me there because of what I do. Yep. So the other day I'm walking Rex and I turn the corner and there's these two women and two dogs. And uh, one of the women looks like a shriveled up 99-year-old prune. She's about three and a half feet tall. I think I met with, her when uh, I was by you. Yeah, with uh, this big either wig or big blown out teased hair a la Phyllis Diller for <laughs> yes, you old people. Course, right? <laughs> and and I just walk by and I'm like, morning. I don't engage with anybody. I wear my ear pods when I walk the dog, even if I'm not listening to music because I pretend I am because I don't want to talk to anybody. And she looks at me and she goes, what does your hat say? And she reads it. She goes, I hate people. She goes, are you that gun guy? <laughs> so I said, yeah, I am. She goes, well, I hate you. Why don't you get the hell out of here? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I'm like, well, have a nice day, ladies. And I continue to walk because I'm not going to lower myself no, no. to her Ooh. level no. because I'm not part of the angry left. Yes, that's right. It, does, it doesn't work that way for me. You know what I mean? Uh, I see people wearing stuff I disagree with, and I chuckle. I would never approach somebody and say something or tell them I hate them or why don't you get out of here. She wants me to move. Yeah, I'll move. Yeah, all right, whatever. Uh, but anyway, I love the tolerant left. You know, I, I oh, love yeah. the, the, the peaceful, the tolerant everyone. left. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. We're all inclusive. The Why the can't we hits, just get along? The shit hits the fan. She'd be here asking me for to help her. Right. Are you that right? gun guy? Are you that gun guy? <laughs> so meanwhile, on the other end of the spectrum, I see a post on the New Jersey Firearms Academy. Hi, guys. I have a question for you. My son is 20. He has Down syndrome. I taught him to shoot a BB gun in Scouts. He wants to come to the range with me. I was wondering if I could bring him as a guest and let him shoot his Red Rider BB gun and practice range etiquette, etc. Please let me know in advance. How Thank cool you would in that advance, be? Michael Scott. So immediately I responded, Michael, anytime you want to do it, even before hours, you can come in the range and we will do it gratis. All right. Now, to be honest with you, in the past 10 years at my range, we've done this about 100 times yeah. mm -hmm. with special needs people yep. and people that have hearing sensitivity, legally blind people, Down syndrome, autism, whatever. We've done it 100 times, and many of the listeners can affirm to that. And I don't charge for it or anything. We open at 12 Monday through Thursday. We would gladly allow you to bring. So this is an open invitation for everybody out 
there, okay? Open invitation if you need to do something like this. You want to introduce somebody to the shooting sports because it's for everyone. That's how us gun people are. We're not full of rage and hate where we stop people in the street and yeah. say something. Like say, tell them we hate them and yeah. tell us to get out of here. That's what gun people are really like. It's so funny. f you to the, the prune. The, the prunes, uh, the prunes of the world have <laughs> had their by, uh, a humor bypass taken out. Uh, what is the deal with the left? Uh, have they completely lost their shit? Yeah, they have. Okay. Um, on, a, on a good note, I had a, um, a board meeting, ANGRPC board meeting last week, and uh, Dan is still looking for some plaintiffs, but we have a ton of plaintiffs lined up. So please, strike force at ANGRPC.org. I'm going to list off some plaintiffs we're looking for, but I want to tell you something. Dan and myself particularly were blown away about how many people are coming forth Stepping forward and volunteering to be a plaintiff. You know, a couple people, should I do it? I'm afraid there's a list that's going to come after me. For every one that we've had that, we've had about 100 people coming out and willing to be a plaintiff. I cannot thank you all enough because unity and activism is key. And if there's anybody else out there that fits the criteria, or hell, if you don't even fit the criteria, email strikeforce at angrpc.org and get your name on our list in case we do need a plaintiff because unbeknownst to all of you, or a lot of you know already, tomorrow, Monday, the Judiciary Committee for the Assembly is meeting to go over Danielson's uh, carry bill. The sensitive places carry bill. So Dan is looking for anybody in the medical profession that has a carry permit already. Someone who has a carry permit already and goes to the racetrack. Someone who lives in an apartment, theirs or their parents, who has not applied for a pistol permit or FID card yet. Anyone that frequents a house of worship, any house of worship, I would love to see some mosques step forward. Anybody out there who is is Islamic background, Muslim background, that has a carry permit and belongs to a mosque, step forward. Synagogue, step forward. Any other church, step forward. We don't care what denomination. If your kids are in a junior rifle team, we need the parents, okay? Please, the more plaintiffs we have, because the only way a case can be heard where we can get a restraining order, where we can get an injunction, is we have to show cause that this bill that Murphy signs into law is infringing on someone's constitutional rights. So as Dan says, the stronger our argument is, the more valid plaintiffs we have, the better chance we have of getting an injunction and restraining order the same day that Snaggletooth signs this bill into law. Okay, so we need you all. Step forward, please. Okay, now it's going to meet before the Judiciary Committee. It'll be interesting to see what happens. So, probably the week after, I'll probably have Dan or Scott on to give us an analysis of where it's going from here. Hopefully, the Judiciary Committee has some uh, foresight going through the Office of Legislative Services, and maybe they're going to strip some of the really blatant stuff out of there. This remains to be seen, obviously, okay? But they are meeting on Monday, and uh, Brad Hendricks is going to be Hendrick is, is going to be meeting there, and I have a whole he sent a letter with all of his points and everything. Uh, if, you, if you wanted to go to the committee meeting, you needed to go uh, register uh, last week, and it's too late now because they're limiting people. Again, I'm uh, deferring my position. I'm not going. Scott will be there testifying, other 2A people and other normal 
Second Amendment people and walks of life. Uh, we don't want my inflammatory comments and stand there because they, the, the, the legislators know a, a lot about me, and <laughs> I'm known in the state house as F and Calandro, which I wear as a badge of honor. <laughs> uh, I've been getting a lot of Superior Court judges come in here and qualify because word is out with the Superior Court judges that we run an, a, a, a Class A operation here. And I've been getting a lot of insight from some of these Superior Court judges. Not all of them are gun judges, by the way. They're not on, on the gun cases. So, uh, But it's been interesting, and there's I can't share everything, but I just want to tell you that it's uh, it's been quite educational, and it's not as bad as you think. Uh, most of the delays are happening in the police departments. Really? So that's why we asked you to track your money order, because when your money order's cash, that means that the courts have it, all right? Uh, it seems many police departments, two, three, four months before they're sending it to the judges. And then sometimes the judges are finding clerical errors on your application that should have been caught by the police department and corrected by the applicant before it got to judiciary. Now it's got to get knocked back down to the police department. The police department have to contact you to make the changes, and it has to sign it's all the way up, okay? So back up, it has to start all over again. So these are some of the things that we all have to that that we all have to think about here. But I did get a lot of good insight. The judges are taking applications home. The judges do not want to be a part of this. The judges are asking to be removed immediately from the process when they meet at the committee hearings. They'll probably be at the committee hearing tomorrow at the judiciary again. The, the judiciary representative is there. Take us off of this now. And of course the executive branch is reluctant to take the judges off because it's another stopgap. It's another pain in the ass for us. It's another thing Mm -hmm. that we have to wait. You know what I mean? They like that. They want to put as many speed bumps. They want to put as many obstacles in front of us because, again, once you realize they hate us, it all makes sense, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. So you have to remember that. But the judges don't want to be a part of this anymore unless it's an appeal process. So I can't get any deeper than that. Uh, I can get tell you that we've we've qualified over 10,000 people at Gun for Hire in the past four months, ladies and gentlemen. And I can tell you the majority of the courts have been seeing our permits and our reputation precedes us. They're all very, very happy with our whole process. And m- many police departments have visited us while we were going through the qualifications. And we've had undercover state troopers take our qualification course. Really? Yes, which I think is great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's really, really great. So uh, uh, that's that's some of the things I wanted to share with you. I, there's a lot of things I can't share, but excuse me, that's really good. I was on a podcast this week, Sandy. It's called Two Idiots and an Expert. Try to guess which one I was. <laughs> I was the expert! <laughs> Two great guys from West Orange, Lee and Cops, K-O-P-S, uh, we spent an hour together. I posted it on all my social media, but look it up. Uh, they're on Spotify. They're on iTunes. They're on everything. It's two idiots and an expert. The guys run a really great show. They were impartial. They railed on me a little bit about some of the stuff with, with schools and everything else like that. It was very objective. It was very educational. Uh, so two co- uh, t- two experts and an idiot. Uh, two idiots and an expert. Sorry, two <laughs> idiots and an expert. I was the expert. So, see, now I am an idiot. I uh, I also want to stress to you the feedback I got from uh, someone 
in the state house since i've been pitching that more and more people should be applying for their fid card friends family and coworkers yeah. there has been a huge uptick in firearms id applications and i had got feedback from um state police firearms unit about the uptick in the fid cards that which they've nice. never seen before even during covid they didn't see this much of an uptick with fid cards so I want to say thank you to everyone. Then I have numerous customers coming in and telling me, I had my 18-year-old sign up for his FID card. I had my 21-year-old daughter sign up. I got my wife to sign up for FID card. Do it now before it goes from $50 to $300. Yeah. They have to watch the 26 slides, click on it, and get your FID card. I am telling you, it's a sleeping giant that our legislatures are underestimating. Next November, the entire Senate and Assembly is up for re-election in New Jersey. All right? The entire, we, this is when we want to see them. We want them. Take a look at the numbers in your yep. voting district. Right. See how many gun owners there are now. Yep. It's not just the 300 of us anymore. Right. Right. And if you need any more information on that, this was in Ammoland from NSSF. The National Instant Background Check System, NICS, numbers for October, 22, October 2022 are the third highest on record. The gun sales recorded by NICS for October 2022 are the fourth highest on the entire record. So more Nick, this is the third highest NICS background check, and it's the fourth highest gun purchase month ever. Wow. Okay? Because gun owners are perceiving what's going on. The crime. The Democrats mm -hmm. are running everything. They're soft on crime. The, you know there's going to be no, more lockdowns coming pretty soon. There's more states issuing with carry permits post-Bruin decision. New York and New Jersey included. Okay? Our politicians are so used to walking on us, Sandy, they're underestimating these numbers. Yeah. I don't think there's anything more important right now for all of you to do. But besides the unity and activism, there is nothing more important than for everyone that listens to Gun For Hire, each one reach one, get one, two, three, five people to get FID cards. Go into the FAR system, gunforhire.com forward slash gun permit. Gunforhire.com forward slash gun permit. All the links, all the information are, is there. Everybody, please, let's double and triple the numbers. Listen, Murphy, before you know it, his last two years in office, he's going to change it. It's going to be three, four, five hundred dollars to get an FID card. Yep. Let's do it now. Yep. Okay, let's get everybody in there while it's economical. Let's get everybody in there while it's pretty easy. They're not, not a mandatory 20-hour training course or whatever. And again, let's send a message to our elected officials, the elites. When they see the numbers tripling or quadrupling for FID cards in the state of New Jersey, maybe we won't see these attacks from the moderate Democrats that we have in New Jersey. Yeah, you're right. So, Murphy... Oh, let's talk about J-Factor. Remember, he's still overloaded. If you want him to help you with your letters to write to the judiciary and the prosecutors and everything, if you don't know the code word, I donated to CNJFO, and you don't have proof that you donated to CNJFO, don't bother J-Factor. Okay? <laughs> yep. Simple, Simple enough? That. Yep. All right. So let's talk about some stuff here in New Jersey. So Murphy, you know, Gave Danielson, Joe Danielson, Assemblyman Danielson, an $87,000 a year no-show no wastewater treatment plant job. Oh, how nice. So he would sponsor this unconstitutional bill, which specifically lists that you can't carry in houses of worship. So last week, 
the FBI received credible information about a broad, thre- broad threat to synagogues in New Jersey. A warning that has prompted some municipalities to send extra police officers to guard houses of worship. Okay? So this went on for about three days, and then all of a sudden they said the threat was gone. They arrested this 18-year-old kid. Uh, I don't even know much information about him, but they arrested this 18-year-old kid who was planning, you know, like to do something at a synagogue. So, of course, the congregants aren't allowed to carry yet. Well, they're, you know, they are now, but Murphy's trying to ban that. So it's amazing how we have the duplicity. You know, like this is because they want to control. They want to keep be the ones to try to convince us they're going to make us safe and they're going to control us, right? They could, you know, houses of worships, people that are going to house of worship, the the, the parishioners, and 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 the congregants are not the ones we have to worry about, Correct. right? So it's it's just crazy how you know we ban something, but then we have problems, and we have we're we're here to protect you, okay? So f- let's go backwards in time. So while Murphy's been uh, governor, and we have a super majority of Democrats in the Assembly and the Senate. They we have bail reform. There's no more cash bail. It's catch and release. We don't hold people in. You can get arrested, you know, 57 times, and nobody really cares. So now, Murphy, because he has presidential aspirations, okay. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you saw his new hairdo. He got a perm. <laughs> Come have you on. seen his have no, you seen I his haven't. head yet? No. Yeah, he didn't fix his teeth, but he got his but he got a perm. All right. He's trying to hide his baldness a little bit. And he's <laughs> got great. this like weird dude. He's do. trying to hide his baldness. Yeah. All he has to do is smile. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I love it. So he's got like this perm. So I'm calling it his presidential perm. Or his presidential peacock. That's all right. Great. Yeah, it's it's the funniest thing ever. So he has a press conference, and he is going to crack down. They're expanding their auto theft fa- task force by adding criminal justice personnel. We put additional state police resources and added dollars to make this task force truly the most robust anti-auto theft effort in New Jersey. <laughs> We're putting $10 million in federal funds to work in communities investigate, investing in automated license plate technology. Now, listen oh, to me. technology. That makes more sense. Now, listen to me, guys. This is a guy. I spoke to many police about this. They don't care about this because they use these 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 theft rings use minors. Yep. Because right. it's a loophole. Because the minor yep. is apprehended and released the same day, and they rob a car again the next night. Now, here's the deal: you can be arrested as a minor, jacking cars three hundred times, and it doesn't increase. Your sentencing or your charges right. with, the, with our criminal justice system and our bail reform. So these professional organized crime, I don't know where they are, if they're Nigerian, Italian, Russian, Armenian, whatever, they hire these young kids. They have the, a leader who's an adult, and they hire these young kids, and they're stealing all of these cars. They're stealing them. People leave their key fobs in. They're stealing them. Listen, when you go for valet parking and they come out, all of a sudden the car pulls up. A guy gets out with a gun. Another kid jumps in the car and pulls it away from the valet parker. With you and your wife standing right there after you just finished a meal. Yeah, they right. steal the car right in front of you. Right. Okay, and Murphy, we're going to wear more resources. We got $10 million in federal funds, and we got more resources out there. We have people from the criminal justice system with it telling people, you know, jacking cars is bad, okay? And you shouldn't do it, okay? And, you know, we, you, you should go and do other youth things instead, you know? Uh, it's, a, it's bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's bizarro, and we know it's bizarro. So, <laughs> uh, let's talk about. 
Let's talk about what just happened in New York last week. I don't know if you've you've heard, but we had a huge ruling in New York, and this might be partially affecting what's going on in New Jersey, why they're meeting at the Judiciary Committee on Monday, uh, tomorrow. It might be a rewritten bill. And I know a lot of people are going down to testify, and we'll all be listening, and we'll, we'll all be tracking it. But so we had a case um, for relief went before Judge Sotheby in the uh, the Second Circuit in New Jer- in uh, New York, right? And the judge issued a restraining order and preliminary injunction against enforcement of sensitive places gun ban in houses of worship. All right, and uh, this is this guy was appointed uh, by George W. Bush. Okay, and uh, Sudeby, his name is, and uh, what's going on is Sudeby ruled that this stuff doesn't doesn't isn't supported by the original text uh, from the Supreme from from uh, gun control and uh, gun laws going back, and it's not consistent with the nation's historic tradition and sufficiently. Analogous regulations. So he wrote a 44-page ruling, and this is very important because this directly affects New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Maryland, and California because all of these states, including our own, are coming out with all this anti-gun shit, Uh, and they're trying to, uh, you know, they're trying to— take away our rights to carry by by flying in the face. So even after this happened, New York is still— no uh, guns are allowed in Times Square. Times Square is still a gun-free zone, even after the Judge Sotheby said it's illegal to do that. So it, this is going to be fast-tracked to the Supreme Court. For all of you out there worrying, people are coming up to me all the time and saying, you know, uh, should I apply for my carry? Please do. The more people that apply, the more people that have FID cards, again, over and over and over again, I am telling you right now, we we need this. We need more people involved in the fight, all right? And uh, so this judge basically tore the whole thing apart. And this is this plays right into us, when whatever they come out with the wording, because Murphy wants to sign something before uh, December 31st, and the reason for that is the way the New Jersey legislature works is if the bill isn't signed into law by the 31st, uh, it starts the whole process over again in January, where the, a new bill has to be introduced, it has to go through committees, and then it has to go for full assembly, full Senate, blah, 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 which again will take another month or two, right? So Murphy, they're, they're trying to fast-track this, even though it ha- after it goes through the judiciary, it has to go full assembly, and then it has to go full Senate. So, it, it you know, and of course there's Thanksgiving, and there's Christmas, and there's Hanukkah, and there's New Year's in there. So there's there's a lot going on. So this this could be, you know, it might not it might not get pushed through. Let's put it that way. But if it does, like I said, if we all have the plaintiffs and all of us are involved in unity and activism, there's a good chance between our legal eagles, I feel fairly confident that we can be getting an injunction and a restraining order on the same day as well. And uh, that is going to be great for us. And again, with these states doing what they're doing, uh, it won't be long before a higher court is going to step in and again, triple slap them all in the face right back down. You know, and uh, I'd like to see them slap the taste out of Governor Murphy's mouth, to be honest with you. Yep. Um, I also found out that um, the judges, um, the, the 21 counties that are issuing the carry permits, the gun judges have had a couple of Zoom calls. And uh, Gun for Hire Radio was mentioned in the calls. 
<laughs> no, no, it was me- it was actually was mentioned a in thing? a positive oh, light. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, it was mentioned in a positive light uh, because it's uh, considered a uh, a conduit for information, and some of the judges oh, are great. listening to it. Well, you've uh, got a lot of judges who shoot there. Yeah, a lot. Yes, yeah, some of the judges are listening to it and and getting information from it. Believe it or not, and I think that's phenomenal. Yep. You know, and I'm tough on the judges that need to they need to be tough on and I'm objective wherever. I know I can't get pulled over in some counties. I have to be careful. But uh Look, it's, nobody it's, hates bad judges more than good judges. Correct. It's it's the same way with doctors, lawyers, plumbers, carpenters. No nobody hates a, a bad carpenter more than an excellent master carpenter. Correct. I just want the judges to follow the Constitution and the Bruin decision. Yeah. Us gun people have been waiting all our lives. This is our day. And Thomas wrote a brilliant, you know, motion, a brilliant ruling, and uh, it needs to be followed. And, uh, you know, again, we're not the problem. I mean, we all saw the video, and it's going to be used when we take it to the Supreme Court, of Jackass Danielson saying, you know, this bill was not written for criminals in mind. This bill was written exactly for law-abiding citizens, nothing to do with criminals, because I'm a lawmaker in New Jersey. We never write any bills that would harm a criminal, right? right? They wouldn't do that. That's their base. That's the second tier. That's their people. We're not their people. They hate us. Once you realize they hate us, it all makes sense, Right. And, uh, and, again, the judges don't even want to be in the system. The judges only want to be there if it's an appeal process. That's the only time the judge wants to be there. So, again, it will all sort itself out. Again, this has been something that we've been denied for so many years, 100 years. We're fighting for 30-plus years for it. We finally got it. They're trying to throw up roadblocks. They're ignorant. They know it's going to get knocked down. They're just buying time. They're just wearing us down. They underestimate us all the time. They're hubris. They underestimate us all the time, Sandy. That's, that's, the, that's the thing here. They don't realize that we're smarter than them, all right? Because they were elected to office doesn't make you smarter. Look at Fetterman in, uh, in Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania. Look at Biden, okay? Yeah. We, we got two places. Seriously, Fetterman had a stroke. He can't say a complete sentence. He was voted in. Pennsylvania voted a politician in that died three weeks before the election. <laughs> Did you know that? No, I didn't. They not. voted a dead guy in. Unbelievable. Yeah, because of ballot harvesting and early mail-in voting and stuff. The guy died. He got voted. He won the election. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, he'll yeah, probably exactly. do a better job than the living ones. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> at least he won't steal as much. That's true. Yeah, he won't be, there'll be more for everybody else on the take. Vote for Johnson. He steals less than the rest of them. <laughs> that's not a bad campaign slogan. Actually, now that I think about it. Uh, isn't that what our friend Pumpkinhead should have a campaign for? I mean, yeah, <laughs> Pumpkinhead is under another federal uh, indictment, but nothing will happen because Yet he's a first-tier elite. <clears throat> we still haven't seen the list of people who've been on Epstein's Island in that little black book, have we? Now? Oh, we're supposed to forget about that. Yeah, That's right. That, nothing That's to right. see here. We, how many, so, how many so, times have we always said that the campaign poster should be posted up inside the post office wall? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I agree 100 percent. They're all anyway. Anyway, but but anyway, just again, repeating the judges are working on removing themselves and J Factor is doing uh, <laughs> unbelievable work. And then we had a, our NJPC board meeting, Dan Schmutter and Scott Bach are so fired up. Evan Knappen, everybody's fired up. 
for the minute Murphy signs this bill into law so we could just file in federal court and we can slap the crap out of them, to be honest with you. Um, you know, and again, there was no red wave. Remember, be- between ballot harvesting and early voting and mail-in ballots, which the Dems set up so well during COVID, we still don't even know who's going to have the majority of the House or Senate. We're a th- now a third world tin pot dictator country where it takes weeks to count ballots. Well, look, you, uh, you know, uh, you know who won the Powerball instantly, but you know, why could we possibly get? Uh, you know, how could we possibly count uh, ballots? You know who won the Powerball, right? The IRS won the Powerball. Yes, they it did. It was two well, billion dollars. They, they the always win. A, the guy got a seven hundred million dollar cash payout. Yeah, well, not not too. That, that left shabby. one point five billion. One point yeah, five well, billion on the table. Yeah, Where is it? <laughs> Oh, that's right. We're going to send it to the Ukraine for democracy. Yeah, right. Mm. Uh, how much time do we have? Uh, we're about halfway there, so why don't we just take care of our <laughs> housekeeping duties right now, and uh, we can move on effortlessly from this a- point. A- again, blown away how many people are coming in. Support those who support you. I donated to CNJFO, ANJRBC, NRA, SAF, NJ2AS, FPC. Keep it up. I got my mother an FID card. I got my daughter an FID card. Do it, do it, do it. Keep it up, keep it up, keep it up. Matt's son, Dylan, just turned 18 as we're taping this show today. He will be getting his FID card tomorrow online. Right, Dylan Danches? You will be getting your FID card? Exactly. So his father can hear that and make sure he gets it for him. So, of course, we have in New York City, Marty's V-Burger, martysvburger.com. Mention uh, Marty's V-Burger at the place and get 20% off if you mention Gun for Hire or Gun for Hire Radio. You can also pick up at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays. If you live in New York, you need NYTAC Defense, N-Y-T-A-C-D-E-F-E-N-S-E.com. Mention Gun for Hire and get 10% off your monthly membership. If you live in the other 49 states, you need U.S. Law Shield, uslawshield.com. Put Gun for Hire one word as the code to receive a 10% discount or three months off, something like that. Whatever it is, just do it because you need it. Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino. Amazon or here at the gun store. Any new shooter, anybody that gets their FID card, give them a copy of Crime Proof and give them a copy of Decoding Firearms. Invaluable. Quarantine Crawl, quarantinecrawl.com. 365 Pro 2A businesses, products, services, doctors, etc., etc. Support those who support you, please. My doctor is Optimal Health wellnessnj.com optimal health wellnessnj.com dr joe sambatero for a few hundred dollars a month you will have true concierge medicine no more waiting in line no more feeling like a number you know what sandy he sends an email to lab corp he sends me a text message i make an appointment online with lab corp i get my blood work done two days later he texts me call me when you have a few minutes i call him up he goes over my entire blood work with me for about a half hour on the phone Excellent. Okay. Good luck doing that with your doctor that you have to wait three and a half months to get an appointment. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Okay. By the time you get there, you're dead. That's the difference between uh, concierge medicine and clinic medicine. That's what they call clinic medicine. All right. I call it the... No, I don't want to say it. Just plain Jane. Yeah. Yeah. I just... Yeah. You feel like a number. Yep. So... 
Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club in Carteret, New Jersey, is looking for junior rifle members between 12 and 18 years old to learn firearm safety and to compete in small bore and air rifle competitions. For more info, please visit lakeis.org. You could also get your kids' college scholarships to be on rifle teams, by the way. A lot of them go unused every year. Zen Float Center, 219 Park Avenue in Scotch Plains. Tell Sharon Decker I said hello. ZenFloatCenter.com. You'll talk about guiding reins later. I talked about FID cards already. Remember, uh, Gun for Hire is launching an NFT, a non Frangible token. If you don't know what it is, we'll teach you what it is. Uh, I'm looking for the website now. I'm scrolling down to see. There's a baby crying outside the radio studio, Sandy. That's good. That freaks me out. <laughs> Somebody I'm brought a baby in? That's not. What? Yeah, that's okay. It happens that's all good. the time. Yes. So, gunforhirenft.com. Gunforhirenft.com. So, uh, I'm telling you right now. It comes with all kinds of stuff. You get $2,000 worth of value purchasing a $500 NFT. And we're going to have NFT challenge coins. We're going to have a partnership with Sig Sauer. We're going to have an ultimate range day with Sig Sauer. So we're looking to sell 1,000 of these NFTs and 200 people out of that 1,000 are going to win a lottery that are going to be invited to do other stuff, and a small amount are going to win a custom-made SIG gun that Matt designed with SIG. This is the first time there's a partnership between a gun range, gun store, gun manufacturer with an NFT. Barrett Manufacturing did an NFT with the BMG. We're the first because, you know, we're always the trendsetter, and this is a great way for you guys to get into crypto. If you want to be on the wait list, it's Gun for Hire, NFT. Dot com. Get on there, sign up for an up- update, and we'll go L- everything with you. Eventually, I'll have Matt or uh, my other guy, Anthony, will come in and uh, start talking about how the whole thing works and answer more of your questions. So that's enough uh, of that. So gunforhirenft.com. Leave me alone, everybody. Let's talk about, where am I now? Oh, East Orange. Talk about classism. East Orange to submit your carry permit is now requiring an additional $13 processing fee that they made up as well as a mortgage statement, utility bill, a lease for your apartment, or a deed for your property to apply Um, for your carry permit. What is that, South Carolina now? Are are we talking classism here? And where did $13 fee come from, which is illegal? Now, I sent that to Strike Force and everybody. Everybody likes that they're asking that because it's going to be so easy to strike down. Yeah. And slap them. But whoever came up with it in East Orange, I hope the legal people sue you personally yeah. for doing this, mm-hmm. for an infringement on someone's civil rights. And I hope you lose your job, and I hope you lose your pension, and I hope you lose your career because you're a small-minded person that is making the your own laws up. You're not a lawmaker. You're there to enforce the law. You can't make up a law like that and start applying it to people we can call it what it is too it's probably racism but let's just call it classism at this point right now overstepping your bounds a slap in the face to everybody sounds like an old jim crow law 
Exactly. Exactly. Listen, we'll get them eventually. So Rich McBride, who hasn't sent an email in a while, he said he laughed when I brought up last week that NewJersey.com online, they closed all of their comments, you know. And he was right. He was like, there was countless comments. The comments were always against what the, you know, the editorial board was posting. And they didn't like what they saw, so they banned the comments. (laughs) It's... Uh, that's open journalism with that. Oh, I'm a, I'm 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 a, I have a new account on Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm trying it. So if anybody's on Twitter, it's Calandro, C O L A N D R O, number 2 letter A. Calandro 2A. That's my uh Twitter handle. Um and I'm back on. I'm reading some news and I'm following a few accounts. So if you want to follow me, I'll follow you back uh until I get banned again. We'll see how I'm just watching how Elon Musk is doing. I'm following him and I'm following a few other people. So I think it's interesting. Uh this this is an email. I received my license to carry last week in Montvale, Bergen County. My application was submitted seven five. The detective gave me a nice and informant to talk about how this is not Texas and the permit does not give me a right to carry an AR on my back. I listened respectfully and smiled. Oh, wait, wait a minute. You can carry an AR on your on your back without a permit. Yeah. He so. goes, I think this is very nice, but I did find the part of the conversation unprofessional and condescending. After all, no one speaks to me like that when I go to vote or build a website or go to a church. Yeah. After I followed up to check the first week of September, I received an email that my application had gone to the court on September 1st. I did not receive a docket number. In October, I reached out to you, and you gave me a contact info for Mr. Pisano and his law firm, whom I spoke, and he contacted the Bergen Court to see if it required for me to appear. He immediately contacted me back, informed me to wait until the courts contact me, and we would go from there. Mr. Pisano was very gracious with his time and follow up with me. During this time, I contacted Strike Force with the status as well. During this time, your radio shows, as always, were very informative to keep me informed on the pulse of activity that was buzzing around to help keep things aligned with the Bruin decision by the police, judges, and clerks, spearheaded by Dan and Scott and everyone else. November 7th, I contacted my local PD again with a respectful tune-in. The detective informed me that my permit had come in the week before. The detective told him his permit came in a week before. So his permit's sitting there for a week, right? So listen, it's, it's the 7th of November, and his permit was issued 1020. Okay, <laughs> so they had it 18 days. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, isn't that, isn't that great? It's just wonderful. Isn't, isn't that great? Uh, he goes, thank you for all you and everyone is doing to advocate for our rights. I qualify with four guns at Gun for Hire with 100% accuracy with three guns, and I miss one shot at 25 yards. You're banned from the range now. I am an NRA life member, a member of Gun for Hire, a member of ANGRPC, Gun Owners of America, a member of U.S. Law Shield, and I contribute to almost all the 2A amendment causes and lawsuits that you and the other announced that need financial contributions. I have been taking friends to the range. I got my wife to get her FID card. Um, all right. Helping others with the process or applying for their license to carry as well. I have also brought... Uh, from businesses you have recommended through the quarantine crawl. I mention all of this to let you know that you have and others, what you and others do to make a difference, and we appreciate it. Actions speak louder than words, and I will continue to show that you are appreciated by making future purchases at your store and continue to take my family and kids and friends to your range as well. Dan R. Dan, you are the epitome of the each one, reach one, and support those who support you. Listen to me. This is the way it's supposed to be, all right? We're supposed to support each other and not turn our backs on each other. Then we got guys like this, James James Lakey, 
L-A-K-E, Lakely, L-A-K-E-L-Y. How do you pronounce that, Sandy? L-A-K-E-L-Y. Yeah, it sounds it. Yeah, Lakey, Lakey. Lakey, Lakely. Yeah. I'm listening to your show as I'm <clears throat> typing this, also going to church in an hour. You can use my name for the lawsuit you mentioned in the beginning of your show for people with CCWs that attend a house of worship. So I sent him. I, I sent him to Dan immediately. That's what we want, James. People are going to stand up and take a stand because there's unity, right? We either hang together or we hang separately, as Ben Franklin said, right? How about this one? My name is Sal. I started listening to your show in June, and I haven't missed the show since. I joined CNJFO and ANJRPC as well as re-up my FPC and NRA. I first applied for my FID two years ago and was rejected for misspelling my name, which I highly doubt. I believe it was due to the election cycle in the midst of summer of commie love. <laughs> I remember the licensing officer saying that there were over 200 people applying at the time. I wonder how many got the shaft like me and how many went right back with the new application the next day. I live in Sea Caucus. I submitted my carry permit 9-1 and received my permit 1028. I took the time methodically checking and rechecking every single box on the never-ending checklist to make sure I did not misspell my own name. Keeping with the mantra of each one reach one, I've helped a few of my coworkers and two of my best friends apply for their FID card, as well as sending them to CNJFO, ANJRPC, NRA, FPC membership pages so they could join the fight and not be one of those do-nothings you talk so much about, all right? Uh, last week, I went to Gunfire Store and was amazed by the size and scope. It's really coming together nicely. The sales manager, Ed, was extremely helpful, and honestly, what a guy. I bought your book, Ammo, and a Pelican Case. Support those who support you. Again, keep it up, people. This is what we need. Whether you live near me and you support me or you support the other 2A uh, ranges or whatever, I just I can't tell you enough. It's time for you younger guys to step in. And, Sal, I'm so glad that you're one of them uh, that that are stepping in, we 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 need all of you out there, and and I got I got a ton more of these letters, Sandy. You you can't believe I'll go back to them in a few minutes. It's it's hard to keep up. I'd like to respond to them online because I don't have enough time to respond to everybody. I was telling everybody, I, like I forty hours a week I do two A stuff. Forty hours a week I do pressing the flesh at Gun for Hire, and then forty hours a week I do all the rudimentary managerial stuff at Gun for Hire. It's it's but a long day, and I wonder why when I go home my wife spits at me. Is that bad? Are you there, Sandy? I am. Yes. Did you go away? I did go away for a second. Oh, I thought I lost you. I got scared. Yes. All of a sudden, I want before we do this, I want to go over some learning stuff. So first thing, Lou Maffey sent me this, and I'm going to be speaking at his uh, his uh, his Boy Scouts this week, and they're excited that I'm going to be there speaking. So Lou sent me this, and a few other people sent me this. TSA officers in, in made a discovery in Fort Lauderdale Airport, and I'm going to recommend that all of our listeners refrain from doing this, but. The TSA officers found a gun stuffed inside a raw chicken that someone was trying to bring on the plane. <laughs> Travelers are required to declare each firearm, okay? What they found was they found a raw chicken. And the TSA has a sense of humor because they tweeted this. There's a personal foul here, F-O-W-L. <laughs> <laughs> Our officers made this very raw find. Oh. We hate to break it to you, but stuffing a firearm in your holiday bird for travel is just a waste of time. So don't <laughs> wing it. 
you'll find all the proper packaging info here, and they hyperlinked to the TSA guidelines on how you travel with a firearm. That's great. I thought it was great that they have a sense of humor. But come on, you're going to stuff a gun in a raw chicken? Some people are frightening. All right, so let's talk about this. This is a, a weird trend right now. Criminals are using ride shares to abduct kids in an alarming trend. A warning came out from the FBI. The FBI stopped for a few hours uh, with the January 6th thing, and they stopped uh, uh, investigating us law-abiding, tax-paying citizens for a few hours to actually work on a real case. And here's what's happening. Uh, you need to talk to your, your, your family members, but uh, people are taking um, Ubers and Lyfts and other ride shares. And uh, if they offer you something to drink, don't take it, even if it's a sealed beverage or a sealed bottle of water, because kids are waking up in strange houses and kids are being abducted. So if you're going to take an Uber, you shouldn't take one alone. But if you have to take one alone, you should be on the phone the whole time you're on it. Somebody should be tracking you on the Uber app or tracking you on a Find Me app or tracking you with an AirTag or a Tile, right? With How many times have we talked about this now? Yeah, over and over and over again. I, I, and I understand you have a daughter or a son that's away in college. There needs to be a level of communication. There needs to be a level of trust, where you say to your daughter, listen, I know you're going to go out clubbing. I know you're going to go to fraternity parties. I know you're going to go to sorority parties. So let's not hide this from each other. And and mom and dad aren't happy with it, but we know you're going to do it. So let's work together on this to keep you safe. Okay? So let us know where you're going in a text. And then when you get in the Uber, we got the ride share on, and let's talk on the phone. It's a drag or whatever. Because if you're not going to do this, we're going to cut off your ATM card. And when you go to get an advance to buy something, it's going to get rejected. you got to figure out some way to do this, all right? Because this is some serious shit now, okay? Kids are getting abducted in ride shares. I can't, it's bad enough they get in drunk, they get in the wrong one, and they get murdered like that girl in North yeah. or South Carolina, remember, two or three years ago? Yeah, two but years this ago. is a serious issue, and this is something that needs to be discussed with our loved ones, all right? Well, a 15-year-old kid woke up in a strange person's house, was drugged, and managed to escape. The person who abducted him was in the other room. They woke up, and they managed, they the, had the fourth right to open the front door and run out. Yeah. Well, who knows where they were going to spend? Sex trafficking or whatever? Right. Who knows? Right. Raped? Murdered? I don't right. know. But this is something that's very, very important. So you got to, you know, now the Thanksgiving season's coming. Christmas is coming. Kids come home from school. Maybe it's time to have these conversations. And I know they roll your eyes. And they're like, yeah, I know, Dad. Yeah, I know, Mom. But nothing's going to happen to me. But unfortunately, it happens to someone. And that someone happens to be someone's child, right? Right. So that doesn't mean you're exempt from it. You got to teach them. Let them carry mace. Don't take a beverage off somebody. There's just so many things that we can address that we don't have to get to this point. We have to be smarter than this. We have to be focused. A ton of people bought my book last week when I mentioned the napping chapter. And thank you all for buying my book. Your kids are coming home from the holidays now. Please buy Crime Proof, crimeproofbook.com, Amazon. Come to the store. I'll sign it for you. Uh, let's, let's make these kids safe. They're, most, they're our most valuable asset, all right? Your wife's safe, even if they're not away at college. You know, your kids take Ubers all the time, and we think it's so safe they're not going to drive drunk anymore, right? But they're going to get into an Uber drunk, and when they're drunk and they're alone, they're going to have a bad judgment call, and the Uber driver's going to, you know, I've gotten into Ubers where they have bottles of water in the back seat, right? 
Who knows if they're spiked or not? Yeah. Now I know to never drink one of those bottles. <laughs> right. Seriously. Yeah. Listen, yeah. there's times I drank those water bottles. I cracked them open, the seal cracked. Now, if I was drunk, I wouldn't notice if the seal had been broken already, right? Right, exactly. So. You know, a lot of times, too, uh, it's very easy to dilute whatever you want to do and paint it onto the rim of a, you know, say like a, a Coke can, that sort of a thing. So when Well, like nail polish remover or an adhesive or something to no, make it make that crack sound? Uh, no, oh, put it right on the rim. Just put it right on the rim, so it's ingested. That there, I mean, there's there are things that are very powerful. You take even fentanyl, uh, and, and you put fentanyl on that. Uh, fentanyl is so powerful that you can you can uh, adulterate pretty much anything with a very very small amount of it. Never thought of that. Yeah. See, so my buddy uh, Kevin Murphy from Elizabeth, New Jersey, who supports those who support you, he comes up here to shoot, and he qualified. He says, Aunt, I went down to a car show last Sunday in Asbury and had lunch with my two kids afterward. Daughter is 14. My son is 22. I've been begging him to go and get his firearms ID card for a few years now. I brought it up again at lunch, and I just received a text that he submitted all the paperwork today. A very proud moment for me as a father. I listen every week to your broadcast, and your words solidified his actions and a constant reminder from you to have family and friends get this done. Kudos to you and see you soon. Kevin's just a great guy. Him and his brother came here to shoot a few years ago, and they, they come all the time. Big supporters. I ran into him in the gun store a few weeks ago. Uh, drives from Elizabeth. Probably passes three other ranges to get here. And that's, that's how we roll. George M. sent me this. He says, I find this quite amusing. I asked the clerk the procedure to add an additional gun to my permit. After checking with her supervisor, I was told I would need to apply for another permit. You just can't make this shit up. Although on the way out of the courthouse, we were greeted by an armed security guard who congratulated us, shook my hand, and said he was a huge 2A supporter and said it is not us law-abiding citizens to worry about it. It's the second-tier bad guys with guns. That's the problem. <laughs> Needless, he must listen to the show. Listen. Needless to say, it was quite refreshing to hear that. Uh, uh, the, that's the way it should be. And by the way, it's Taylor Ham, Egg, and Cheese in our household. Best regards, George M. <laughs> George, every county is handling um, adding guns differently. Uh, in Passaic, Judge Capicella is saying, qualify with your gun, add it to the police, send it to the police department. They'll send it to the court and add an addendum to your permit. Some towns are saying you have to apply all over again. Uh, again, we don't have clear-cut clarification on that. I think once the judges are removed from the process, you'll be able to do it like security guards used to do it. Security guards, to add a gun, they would qualify with the gun, bring it to the police department, and the police would add that qualification to their file. Seems simple enough, right? Yes, but unfortunately, this is New Jersey. Here's a Bergen County one. Anthony, keep this anonymous, okay, if you want to talk it on, about it on your show. So I just want to tell everybody his name. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, I'm listening to your show, and you have a good reminder to email you with the permit to carry stories and timelines. Mine is a great one in Bergen County. I qualified at Gun for Hire, so thank you for offering that. Uh, 824 submitted my app to Fairlawn PD. 106 money order received. 1027 received a call from Judge Kaslow's office to pick up permit later that afternoon. 20 of us were at the Bergen County Courthouse. He went over his spiel about what's law, what's not, what's illegal. And then 20 minutes later, I walked out with my permit to carry. Thank you all for the work you do. I will continue to support those who support me, Mike. 
Beautiful, Mike. Thank you so much. Yes, I'm hearing a lot more objectivity out of Bergen County, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I had a bunch of people come in on Friday that went before Judge Caslow on Friday. The first three were uh, denied for various reasons, whether it was legal or not. I don't know. I didn't get enough info yet. But the remainder of the people all walked out with their, uh, with their carry permits. This is from Scott T., I'm a resident of Somerset County and did my qual and permit a gun for hire, even though there are other ranges closer to me, one of which I have a membership at. Ooh. I received a call from Somerset Superior County Court on Friday informing me that the judge signed my permit and I was able to pick it up, along with a court order that I must carry as well from my local police department. Today, Monday, I will be hand- heading back to Gunfire soon to purchase one of the lock boxes for my vehicle you mentioned on your show. Thank you for everything you do. Being the tip of the spear is a thankless job, but some of us out there recognize and appreciate what you're doing. For every Scott T, thank you, Scott T, for every jackass that I have to deal with, there's 100 to 500 of you people that I'm reading on this letter here. Okay, and that's what keeps me going. The people stopping me in the range, the people stopping me in the restaurants. Thank you for what you do, blah, blah, blah. It's the people that sit down at my table while I'm having dinner with my wife and say, can I ask you a few questions about (laughs) Carrie? Those could be a problem. Okay, so another one. Hey, Anthony, it was this is another Sal, by the way. Hey, Anthony, it was great to see you this past Sunday at Gun for Hire. My wife's son and girlfriend's. And son's girlfriend, her first time, had a great time shooting as always. Your staff is second to none and so very courteous and helpful with information. My wife and I are planning to both purchase another gun from Gun for Hire. I promised I would share our permit timeline uh, with you, which is follows. 726 applications and paperwork submitted to the state police. 825 Warren County Superior Court received application package. 1111, permit approved with restrictions, which states must carry with me all times. Two-page court order listing the two guns I qualify with. Total time, 71 days. Well, Sal, it'll be less next time because they got the procedures down and the judges will be removed from it when your renewal process. And hopefully, guys and girls listening, the state police will be removed from this, too, for the most part, because it's going to be like the FAR system. They're still working on the online module, but they're not working on it so hot and heavy right now because they're waiting for Murphy to sign this unconstitutional bill, which will there'll be some restrictions, and you're going to need four references instead of three references. You're going to need three character references instead of uh, four instead of three, by the way. Shout out to uh, Susan Zorn, um, uh, Nurse Ratchet, a.k.a. Nurse Ratchet, for all you've been doing um, on the 2A group's activism, getting people involved. I, I just want to give her some uh, kudos for that. Uh, here's another one from RP. Been waiting 40 years for this day, and I'm very happy that I was not forced to go to Union County Court to face a judge before I got my permit. A great day for me and a great day for New Jersey for a change. I am so happy I live in a town where the administration and police believe in our Constitution. Even back in the 80s, whenever I applied for a pistol permit, that permit was in my mailbox on, on the, the last day of a three-day period that the law said I have to wait. Good, good work. Uh, keep up the good work for you, Evan Knappen, and all the other patriots working behind enemy lines to keep us free. Roy P. P.S. As soon as I'm able to drive again, I will be going to the Gun for Hire range to visit your store. Roy, thank you so much. Forty years you've been waiting, so you're an old codger like us guys here. Okay, uh, we are so happy that you uh, that you got your permit. Yes, it's been a long thing, and they're going to come after us, and they're going to try all these uh, constitutional tests and restrictions. But you know what? In the end, we're going to win again because as Dan and Scott and Evan say now. The onus is on the government 
to prove that their law is not restricting on our rights post-Bruin. It's flip now. We used to always have to go to court, and we used to have to try to claw back a quarter of an inch or so. The line has been set by Bruin now. Now it's up for the towns and guys like Joe Danielson, the jackass. It's up to them to try to prove that what they're doing is not crossing the line. So the tables have turned for the first time in 40 years, Roy. So bravo, bravo, bravo. Uh, let me see. I want to read. I have so many letters, Sandy. I can't, I can't keep up. I, I, well, that one's really long. It's like 42 paragraphs. Here's an easy one. I just want to let you know for Pesake, we have a true two-way advocate on the bench, the Honorable Ernest Capicella. He granted me my carry. He let us all know on the record that he supports our second amendment and exercised his right to carry as well. We have a few objections. We had a few objections by the public prosecutor on a few cases, but he was pragmatic and thoroughly addressed each one. None were denied. P.S. F.U. Murphy and his goofy face. <laughs> P.P.S. Keep up the good fight, sir. God bless. The Constitution is on our side. See you at the range. L.D. Yeah. After Capicella started issuing a lot of permits, Passaic County got pissed off. And the prosecutor shows up for everyone oh, and ha- seems to have objections. By the way, Your Honor, do you know that person had a, a traffic ticket in 1972 and they were jaywalking in 1979? And Capicella's like, uh, yes. And how would that uh, how would that affect the person's uh, right to carry? How would that you know? How can you prove that that would make the person um, not eligible under the law and public safety clause? Well, no, I, I can't, Your Honor. But I just wanted to bring it to your attention. Oh, Thank man. you. Duly noted. Approved. That's how it goes, okay? Because they're dying inside, Sandy. Yeah, of course they, they are. They hate. Listen, and Patterson is the worst, and unfortunately, Capicella is the best. But the Patterson Police Department, when I have Mohammed Ramadan on the show and you hear what's going on with him, he got his gun back. And the police department in Patterson, instead of giving him his gun back, guess what they did? What? They brought his gun to a, a gun store. And the gun store logged it into their book. So the gentleman who's been, oh his civil God. rights have been violated, has to get a pistol permit to get his own gun back. Unbelievable. But they're not, he's not going to have to pay the illegal $16 Nix fee, though. But guess what? Patterson is dragging their feet on his pistol permit after they've been reprimanded by Judge Capicella for denying him his right to carry. Oh, man. Oh, when he comes on the show, he's waiting to get his pistol permit and his carry permit. When Judge Capicella finds out all this is going on, and Judge Capicella listens to the show, and many of the Superior Court judges listen to this show, when they find out what Pat, what Patterson has done to Muhammad Ramadan and his family over the past six months, it is unbelievable, Sandy. These law enforcement officers need to go to prison for violating somebody's civil rights, to be honest with you. Yeah, they cool. hate me there, but guess what? I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Right. All right. This is one from Keith. I listen to the show every Sunday as usual, and I am concerned that some of our fellow gun owners still don't get it. Every person that comes to the facility has to present ID. Even if you come to pick up someone else's product for them, you will be scanned. I cannot emphasize this enough, that everyone gets scanned even if you're helping someone else. For example, a person in a wheelchair, and let's say you're assisting that person, you will get scanned. The only time you don't get scanned is if you are under 21 and then you are a restricted entry. The question that we gun owners need to ask ourselves is, are we willing to die on the cannabis bill? You can't have it both ways. So this is my buddy who's been giving me the insight from the dispensaries guys you can't even go pick up marijuana for grandma if she has a note your ID is going to be scanned what's going to happen with that database I don't know 
Okay, so remember Knappen said, bang or bong, you can't do both. I just put signs on the entry doors of the range. Bang or bong, you can't do both. I want to let people know. I do not want somebody to get arrested here. Okay, so here's what happens. Somebody comes here with their guns to shoot, Sandy, right? They trip on the stairs on my range. They hit their head. The police come. They take a report. They get ambulanced out. God forbid. They own guns, and they have a medical marijuana ID card. There's a good chance that... They could be charged with a felony, right? Yep. So we have warning signs on all the doors now. Please, everybody. I got questions from people. I pick up medical marijuana for my mom, medicinal marijuana. Is that legit? I would have to say no. Can it get delivered? I don't know. I I don't know. know. Yeah, that's the biggest problem is we don't know. And the way the state of New Jersey works, they will use any tool within their uh, purview to be able to silence us. And they've said that. They, you, you hit it right on the head over and over and over again. They hate us. It is not guns they hate. They hate us. They do believe that you should not have access to a firearm. Period. So, I just got, this is when I came in anonymous. I'm in market for a range membership. My local range has one for 660 after looking at gun for hire memberships, training classes, talking to Ed and finding your Instagram. It's a no brainer to join gun for hire as a gold member. I'll be doing so with the next two months. Can't wait for those NFTs, baby. Uh, hopefully I'll get to see you soon with the Taylor ham, salt, pepper, ketchup. Yes. <laughs> and Sandy, maybe even some fresh mozzarella. Sorry, doc. I know the major focus is on protein, but mozzarella makes the world go round. I Keep sure up does. Work. Amazing work. P.S. Yes, I I love you guys. This is one from Stephen C. Thanks for all you do. I was fingerprinted on 9-6 after meeting with Detective Ferrero and Ringwood to drop off my paperwork. A real challenge trying to reach him. It took me a week and a half. I qualified at your facility in mid-August. I dropped the paperwork off August 30th. So far, I have not heard a word, nor has the money order been cashed. Does this seem typical? If you have any info on Ringwood, once I get my carry, I'm going to purchase a SIG 365 from Guns for Hire and also take an additional class. I am loyal to people. Your point on the podcast is well taken as a businessman. I am very familiar with people who want help and then go somewhere else. Well, we all know that. A million help and they go somewhere else. So I, I emailed him back. Ringwood is behind the eight ball right now, and they need to step it up a little bit. Uh, we're getting a lot of towns where uh, it's taking weeks and weeks and weeks uh, for uh, police officers uh, to get back to them because they're so inundated and busy. We also heard news that Hasbrook Heights has not moved one carry permit yet, Sandy. Wow. They're holding stuff since July. Oh they're telling the applicants they're waiting for the mental health form to come back from the county. Uh, we verified from the county that they're not backlogged on any mental health forms. It's so just that Bergen s- County shuffle. Something's going on in Hasbrook Heights between the chief and the lieutenant, the permit officer or something, whether it's anti-gun, whether they're waiting to see if the laws are going to be changed or not. So anybody in Hasbrook Heights that's having this issue, please email strikeforce at org. Maybe that permit officer is the one that needs to be sued civilly and criminally for a violation of civil rights. Yeah. Right? That might work. We're looking uh, for a first. Yes, I would love to maybe make it that person. Uh, remember, use of force taught here. Real class, real instructors, not just PowerPoint. You get a test at the end, question and answer at the end. CPR, AED on here. Hemorrhage control class here. We have the tourniquets you need also in the Gun for Hire store, the ones that we teach him with our class, okay? Chuck Leonard will be here starting uh, May. 
uh, March, April, May. Yeah, 520 RSO, May, June, and July, August, September, full NRA slate of instructor classes. Support those who support you. I can't tell you that any more clearer than that. Uh, let's see what happens Monday with the, uh, with the hearings um, at the Judiciary Committee. F them all. We know they hate us, so it all makes sense. Sandy, tell us about Guiding Reins. Love you all. Thank you for the undying support. And with Veterans Day just passed and yes. fresh on our minds, I would ask you, all veterans and people who know veterans, to reach into your wallets and support uh, Guiding Range, G-U-I-D-I-N-G-R-E-I-N-S dot org. Go to their website, see the fantastic work that they're doing. Five bucks, ten bucks, five hundred bucks, it really doesn't matter. Um, we really are in deep uh, need of donations. It is a phenomenal program for vets with PTSD, TBI, any type of physical or emotional issues for rehabilitation using equine therapy and is absolutely a stellar success, but has had its guts ripped out by the Biden administration. Surprise, surprise. So if you are a vet and know a vet or know a vet and would like to know a vet, please just uh, consider donating. We love you guys uh, from this week. Where am I? I've been in five, five, five different cities in the past three days. <laughs> so I am from Hilton Head. Uh, South Carolina and the shadows of the New York City skyline. God willing, Jesus tarries and the batteries hold out. We will see you again next week. Love you guys. <laughs>